0: Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. I'm your host, Rick Spence, business journalist, editor, public speaker, and entrepreneur. After 15 years as the national entrepreneurship columnist at the National Post, and as the former editor and publisher of Profit, the magazine for Canadian entrepreneurs, I've learned what makes Canadian startups special, scalable, and successful. On this show, we connect you with Canada's most innovative and entrepreneurial leaders and changemakers. You'll meet the people driving the entrepreneurial movement and we'll share their first-person adventures and their tips, hacks, and best advice for running startup and growth companies. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 3.5 million entrepreneurs. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. To entrepreneurs everywhere, this is your show. Ladies and gentlemen, entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. On the show today, we're thrilled to have Matthew Johnston, CEO of Collective Arts Brewing in Hamilton, Ontario. Matt Johnston co-founded Collective Arts Brewing in 2012 with his partner Bob Russell on two principles. Creativity fostering creativity, and creativity fostering delicious craft beverages. Matt has built and managed brands in every major beer category, including craft, import, domestic, and the value segment. Collective Arts offers a wide range of beers, ciders, spirits, and canned cocktails designed to be as diverse, creative, and unwavering as the artists that the company supports. Collective Arts products feature limited edition works of art in their packaging by artists and musicians that change every few months. To date, the company has featured more than a thousand artists and musicians. Collective Arts was named one of LinkedIn's 2018 and 2019 Top 25 Canadian Startups and is now distributing product in every province, 20 U.S. states, the U.K., eight countries in Europe, and in Australia and China. Matthew, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Why is art important to you? I'm going off script right away. You notice that, eh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. I I love that. Keep me on my toes this morning. Well, first, I disdain the status quo and love all things creative um i find they inspire me and challenge me so art is yeah so art is life as the saying goes
0: and has it always been a part of your
1: life yeah i th- I, I think so uh yeah i would say i would say so uh i'm i'm not an artist myself i i've uh, dabbled and tried painting uh i'll keep those to myself same thing <laughs> with music i've i've dabbled at the guitar i'll keep that to myself as well but the sort of the love for all things creative and the disdain for status quo is essentially yes um kind of what what drives me so i, I would say so
0: right so you've been uh working at this for a while but you've built up a pretty successful business uh you and your partner um tell us about how you you you, you got into starting collective arts brewing and how you got the business to where it is today
1: uh, that's a good question. So uh, Bob and I had met. I, I was working for a actually for another brewery in Canada, and uh, Bob I was working with who uh, was uh, doing a lot of the graphic design work uh, with us and helping to you know create brands uh, for this other other company. And I'll admit I realized uh, I was at the point of starting to become a bad employee. I was uh, very passionate, very driven. Uh, very stubborn and opinionated and it was really time for me if I'm going to, have to take all that drive and energy um, and, and that that desire to create something very purposeful it made I, I need to start from scratch and so actually engaged Bob back in uh, 2011 and said I'm thinking of doing my own thing are you are you interested uh, he he said yes uh, we spent quite a bit of time thinking about what would we want to create and and for us uh, bob shares that same you know stubborn passionate uh purposeful uh disdain for the status quo and so uh really when you put the two of us together uh there was really only one path we we, that that felt right for us which was to create what eventually becomes called collective arts but we want to create a company that um, was, was disruptive in how we approached it. And that, uh, was creativity from the inside to the outside. So starting with what we made, but also, uh, inspiring on the outside. So that just naturally led us through a number of conversations down a path of champion emerging artists and and musicians from around the world.
0: How long did it take you to get to that vision of champion, championing artists and musicians? I mean, did you look at protecting the animals and, and stuff first, or was that, you know, the,
1: no, honestly, the first Honestly, I think our very first conversation, we, we, we went there fairly quickly. We knew we didn't want to make a local brewery that was, you know, Matt and Bob's Brewery. We wanted to, um, again, create something that was challenging us every day, you, you know, knowing that if you're going to get up and you're going to be, um, you know, <laughs> put the blood, sweat, and tears into it every day, Needed to be something that constantly challenged us, and and um, so no, I actually I, I found our original notes from uh, from 2011, and, I, and I'm pretty proud to say that, that that same sort of light at the end of the tunnel we drew, then is is uh, we're still striving for that today. Uh, a couple words may have changed, but the the overall vision has not not wavered.
0: That's pretty cool. I I just want to go back for a minute to that moment when you realized that the energy and drive that you had couldn't be satisfied by working for your employer i mean most employers say that they want employees who will take initiative and have drive and 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 help create things together why why did you think you couldn't do that with your employer we can we can i can ask this question because we haven't mentioned who that employer was
1: yeah fair uh um, yeah, I, I, think, you know, in that case it's, you know, family owned company. And so there's, I'm not sitting at the top of the table or at the head of the table and, um, I can only push so far and really it, it just didn't feel right for them or right for me to keep pushing. Uh, if I wanted to take the, you know, the business in, in a different direction. And again, I, I love creating, I, I, as I said, I'm not an artist or musician. Um, so I need to, you know, my, get my creative on in a different way and, and, and creating brands and connecting, uh, our drinkers and inspiring them with the artists is, is my way of creating. So, um, I, you know, I really need to, to drive that down that path. Right.
0: I've been working with entrepreneurs for a very long time. And one of the things I've noticed is that bad bosses are responsible for more great entrepreneurs <laughs> than just about anything else. And I'm not saying your bosses were bad. But but you you telling me you, you just had ideas and energies that you couldn't to, itches you couldn't scratch
1: yeah and 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 again you you know companies have culture and ethos and and um you know i i I, I will say um, I, I have nothing but positive things to say about any of my, you know my former you know, employers, and that they gave me the reins often and and the ability to create within their companies and within the confines of their company and push the limits uh when maybe i I, you know i was too young and naive to uh you know to really know any better and um so they really helped to fuel you know the path that that i'm on now so you know I, i i have nothing but you know thanks for for them for uh their support along the way
0: right right how how would you describe the current state of collective art? Are, are you um, you know in growth mode still?
1: Yes, we are. Uh, you know, I often will remind us all that you know there's a <laughs> there's a, a shining light at the end of the tunnel. And we got to stay focused on it, which is uh, this idea of inspiring creativity, uh, you know, around the world. And you know, we are we are a Canadian company. And uh, But Canada tends to be a natural importer of brands, not an exporter, and we love to take up that challenge and uh, be successful here, but also carry that around the world. So we you know we have a lot you know a long road ahead of us and we and we often will have to zig and zag to you know on the path but we we stay focused on on sort of that vision of inspiring creativity right.
0: Have there been Canadian beer brands that have succeeded I mean I I think in some parts of the US you know Molson's is was doing okay I don't know if it still is yeah
1: well, you know, Molson is is American now, and and uh, and Labad is you know Brazilian, and and so um, you know the, the historically, yes, Canada had been quite successful, and it's been you know quite a long time. And, and there have been other craft, Unibrew, uh, many years ago, and Craft was one of the first coming out of Quebec and was, you know, did very well.
0: Unibrew, fan de le monde, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, they were they were game changers at the time, and so, but it's 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 been a while, and 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 I'm not talking just beer. It's you know, when you when you go to name Canadian brands that are successful, like consumer brands that are successful on a global scale. You know, there's there's Roots, there's Lululemon. Um, you, you know, the Is it list, bad
0: that we both thought thought of the same two?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the list becomes pretty short, and so um, it you know challenge accepted. You know, we we love the idea of that.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. How many employees do you have now?
1: We're uh, right around two hundred.
0: Wow, and have have you grown this year? What what kind of a year was was? was 2020? We have.
1: It's been. Uh, <laughs> You know, I think we did this uh, team building exercise. I, I think it was on like March 12th, and we shut the, you know, shut the offices like March 13th, and uh, and you, know, you 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 sat there and stared and go, what the heck what the heck are we gonna do? And um, but we, you know, it's it's been a it's been a challenging year, but it's you know a year I'm really proud of that we came together as a, as a company we pivoted um as bars and restaurants started shutting down and we had a lockdown we took all the um sales reps that were you know would not have had a job to do and they became delivery drivers and we pushed e-commerce and um you know they they got to become the beer santa Clauses, and uh and and that worked really well and allowed us to as I say, keep everyone employed and actually you know, grow, our, grow uh, our company this year uh, in, in a fairly sizable way.
0: Wow, that's, a, that, that's amazing. Just tell me a little bit more about your e-commerce learnings then. How did you get into that and how's it working out?
1: Yeah, it, it, it felt like um, not that this was the nudge that the beer um, community needed, but e-commerce, you know, alcohol had been laggard in this space. Both the, the companies as well as consumers, and this was really the the nudge that um, you know became the tipping point. And you know, I, I know a lot of our, our peers brewers who you know shut their doors right away um, because they couldn't have anyone in, and 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 so their business model was shuttered. And then quickly realized, well, we can reach our consumers in a different way, and then open the doors and have successfully done e commerce, and and it's been embraced and. You know, for us, when you're all about creating, um, uh, there's no way a retailer is going to carry every product that you have. And I, I can't ask that of them, but now we have a channel by which we can not only carry all those products, but we can play and create and think of new products that, uh, we, we, we want to make, and we hope our drinkers want to enjoy. And so that's really actually taken some shackles off us and allowed us to really play.
0: Yeah, and are your online customers are they all uh, restaurants and businesses, or can consumers buy directly from you?
1: online? Yeah, no, you yeah. you can buy directly from us. Yeah, uh, consumers can buy. You know, alcohol again still has very specific uh, pro, you know provincial or state boundaries, so you need to set up e-commerce in each jurisdiction to because all the rules are are different. But yeah, if, if within the jurisdiction, you can go on our, on our site and, and, um, and, and, you know, order any of the products and we have our staff delivered to your, to your door, check your ID. And, and again, that's, you know, it become a global phenomenon. Not all markets have, have, have embraced it, but luckily there's been a lot of regulators where it wasn't allowed have clued in that it's needed to keep this, um, you know, the, the craft beer and the craft beverage uh, companies afloat.
0: Wow, isn't that amazing? And so your salespeople that are doing deliveries now—they actually get to meet the customers in a whole new way. So at some point, yeah, that's going to be probably a real advantage—the the knowledge they have and uh, the, the insights they've gained from actually meeting with customers.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's huge, and you and you get to have such a better engagement uh, than you know, put it on shelf and. and and hope someone likes it there you get to have this great engagement and and show your appreciation um and 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 also ask them what they like we actually we we uh introduced a new portfolio of uh, sparkling teas that we're really excited about where we use whole leaf teas and we create something that you know we think is uh you know, a a much, much better quality product that we're proud of than, than a lot of the seltzers that are, you know, sparkling water and flavoring. And and so something we're proud of, we would have normally had no retail way to bring that to market. We were able to introduce it through our e-commerce and actually ask them, what do you think? What do you like? What don't you like? And it's created a a great two-way engagement. So it's, it's something that we just, you know, we can't do enough laying in that space
0: wow that's fascinating let's just go back to the the art thing here because it's 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 a an interesting differentiator tell us a little bit about how it works how do you get involved with artists and what kind of opportunities are you offering them
1: yeah great great question so we when we, when we first started i'll go back a little further when we when we first came up with the idea for collective arts i had a friend in in, in the alcohol industry who called it uh, my art student project and I laughed, but he, you know, he was serious. He, did, he, he didn't think it was a viable approach. And, the, and because the approach was, is different, it's not about putting your label for your brand out front, um, you know, assuming your, your, your drinkers, your consumers aren't that smart and you need to beat them over the head about it. For us, it was about putting uh, creativity up front and letting our drinkers discover it and engage with it and connect with, connect with it. And it's a very different approach, and it breaks sort of all traditional brand and marketing convention, and hence the art student uh, project uh, line. But what what essentially we do is we, uh, and we've done this, you know, before we poured our first pint, we actually, uh, we've done a global call for art. Artists uh, will submit from all around the year, or all around the world, and uh, we ask you know, before we 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 first started, we said, you know, trust us. We're you know, we're we're good good people, and we're going to take great care of it. Um, and, and they have trust us from uh, from the beginning. We've had uh, well over thirty thousand submissions, and so every quarter uh, we will do a call for art. Artists submit, and then we actually have engaged in every quarter. We change uh, volunteer um, curators from the uh, that are different creative thought leaders will come in and help us curate the submissions into a series. So let's say we've had 2,500 submissions. They will help us curate that to about 60 to 70 pieces of art. And those then get applied to the different brands. So Life in the Clouds is, is our lead IPA. At any one time, it featured four different artists. And that would change four times a year. So it's perpetually changing. And what's amazing about that is you are, you are, you are, you become very representative of where art is and where culture is at the time, and so your brand is is constantly being reinvented, and people can connect with it in a new way each time, and uh, and then we from there, this is not just about exposure for the artist on the packaging that we do pay the artist. We uh, it's very artist friendly. We can our terms of use are very limited. Uh, scope. We take no ownership, and then we have a whole team that creates content uh, with the artists and promotes it and pushes them out and puts them right really out in the forefront. So it is really a uh, grassroots and communal approach to building building the brand and champion them as they help to champion us.
0: and what's the the win-win from this? How does that how has this approach helped collective arts? And how do you think you've been able to impact the lives and careers of the artists and musicians you're working with?
1: Yeah, uh, both both great questions. So, as far as how has it impacted the company? Obviously, there are thousands of of craft brewers and craft beverage companies, you know, uh, in North America and around the world. And for us to create a, a connection with our drinker, often the connection is that you're the local brewery, you're the third place, you're not home, you're not work, you're the third place. And that's your connection. point. You know, often pubs were that and craft breweries started to become that, and they have a local pride for that. If you want to look outside that you really need to have a, 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 a reason why, 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 you know, what's your unique proposition. And for us that inspiring creativity is our unique approach and that creativity is global and it is local. And that's really what we want to you know, build is something that is both global and local. And we connect to that individual or in that community and we bring it to life. So we've engaged with a lot of the artists and we've commissioned beautiful street art uh, murals in different cities around the world and, and, and featured those artists and created, uh, what we call a creative collision of featuring, uh, you know, our craft beverages with art and music and food and bringing creativity together because it brings a lot of different groups together and, and creates a really amazing experience. So that that, you know, is how it helps us. And it also keeps us driven and motivated and passionate. As far as the artist, you know, for each one, it would be different. Uh, you know, there's some artists we continue to com- we actual commission, you know, uh, unique work, you uh, um, on, on a fairly frequent basis with so you know quite a number have done you know fairly well you know being paid by us but they've also uh, done very well you know with our drinkers buying their prints or, or or getting other work from there we've had you know know a lot of them where people have reached out through us to reach the artists and so we're trying to do everything we can to connect our drinker with that artist so that we can uh, um, you know inspire both of them.
0: Right. I'm going to ask you a very personal question here, and you can decide not to answer if you want. We, we, we use all the tape no matter what. Um, can you give me some idea of what this costs you? And at the end of the day, is is it an offset by the benefit, or is this an investment you're making in art and creativity and
1: branding? That is uh, – I don't know if I could necessarily answer that question. You know, it, it would take a, a couple MBAs, I think, to, to map that out. <laughs> I, I would say personally, it's offset in that we have been successful as a com- uh, as a company and we have also put create, helped to champion the creativity uh, in the world. Often artists were stuck in their own sort of virtual loops with other artists and we're helping to put it out there. It's, you know, someone at one point called it the world's most refreshing art gallery and, and, and we, <laughs> we like that and that it's a whole bunch of people who wouldn't typically engage with fresh new art are 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 now almost forced to do that and and we like that so i i would say the, the you know it's been immeasurable for the company as well as hopefully you know hopefully for for creativity as a whole and 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 that's part of our journey is managing managing that balance um, could we have picked a more complicated idea and a more costly <laughs> idea i don't think so like it is uh, extremely complicated, and it never it never ends. Um, yeah, you know, you know, someone, uh, a, a staff member, you know, recently joked that it's a full frontal assault because it's as soon as you get one series done, you're on to the next one, yeah, and it's yeah. it, it's it is this perpetual motion machine. And and what you love about it, you hate about it, but it's it's what makes makes us us. Yeah,
0: and like Guinness certainly doesn't pay for a redesign four times a year.
1: Yeah, no, no. And, you know, so we're, we're, uh, our, we, uh, we haven't done the official count, but we would have paid, you know, r- around, you know, $500,000 to artists directly. Um, and then obviously we indirectly, we have, uh, all of the other, uh, people that are there for the sole purpose of helping to put them on our cans and create the events to champion them and do all those other things. And so it's, it's you know, very significant uh, investment in in and and sort of both top and and bottom line of the company. but it's what propels us forward right
0: and you and you are moving forward. You're opening a brewery in New York?
1: We are. yeah, it's <laughs> it's been a long time coming. It was running behind schedule and then uh, and then a pandemic happened. And so that has delayed it. But mid twenty twenty one our our the brewery, uh, Will open in 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 Brooklyn. Come hell or high water, it was supposed to open in late twenty nineteen. So <laughs> it's uh, so we're anxious for that. But you know, for for us, uh, that creates a lighthouse. When you, again, when you're all about creativity, uh, you want to create that connection point, point. and so this allows us to play and make unique beers and and create one offs that allows us to play with what's inside the vessel but also uh, engage in different ways and feature different artists and and welcome different people into our home. And and so that's essential to us as creating those touch points.
0: You must be really excited about the idea of actually being able to create beer and art in the New York area, which has got to be the center of creativity in the United States.
1: Totally. We actually, so we, we, we just actually, um, opened our Toronto brewery. We, we have our brewery in Hamilton, which is our main brewery. And we just opened a, a smaller brewery in Toronto. And it's so much fun. Our first beers uh, um, have just started coming out of that brewery. And it's just so much fun uh, that we're like uh, kids in a candy store trying trying something new and, and playing with different experiences that we can create and in New York. Yeah, what, a, what an amazing epicenter in, in Brooklyn uh, where, where it's located. So we, we can't wait.
0: Right. Speaking of the Toronto Brewery, I was reading that it recently had some event where it started selling some brands from your competitors. <laughs> now, what's going on with that? Don't you know what business is? It's about crushing competitors, not helping them,
1: isn't it? Well, except except in this weird uh, little industry of of, of craft. Um, no, we we're we're in this together. There's some. You know some uh, big global multinationals that um, that you know have have often contrived the system to try and uh, you know suppress sort of startups and and so we're we're kind of all of us against the man often. and um, so you know, we we play pretty nice in the sandbox, and we know for for us our uh if if we can, you know, there's people that did us a helping hand when we first got started, and and if we can do the same or we can inspire our drinkers with, you know, someone else who's inspiring us, uh, let's let's sort of pay it forward.
0: Yeah. I was uh doing some internet research yesterday, which means I was mindlessly googling and I ran ac- ran across an ad that Burger King ran in the UK on its Facebook page, and it was saying, Thank you for doing business with us. Thank you for ordering from McDonald's. Thank you for ordering from Domino's. Thank you for ordering from Greg's. And it was actually saying, we never thought we'd run an ad like this, but yeah. it's so important that you help our industry and all the people who work there. So uh, um, I think they use the phrase, we're all in this together too. And I never yeah. quite believed that, but obviously in some segments, in some markets, people have got that message and they are working together. And that's really exciting.
1: Yeah, we, we hold a festival every year, except for this year, uh, where we actually bring uh, brewers from around the world and across Canada, local and, and, and coast to coast, into our brewery. And so we've averaged, I think, 65 breweries that we feature. And we do the same thing, bringing um, uh, local and international bands, as well as the same thing with street artists in and food trucks. And we host a you know a great festival at our brewery for that exact reason of just sharing this amazing industry and these you know amazing creatives because as much as we champion the artists and musicians we're you know we have creatives in house which are our brewers and our distillers that right, are right. Um, you know creating every day and so bringing all of them together is it's just such an amazing experience.
0: I'd love to talk about how you get the names. For your, for your viewers, but we're not going to do that at this point.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it, sometimes they come really easy. Sometimes they're really painful. We, <laughs> we, have, uh, we, we have a lot of us with opinions. And uh, so sometimes you, you, you hit a, uh, a, a roadblock.
0: Right. But would you, would you say that you're incorporating art and music and creativity as part of your, not just of your brand, but of, of, of your way of life, of your way of thinking, has that helped your business does that help you solve problems differently or make better relationships uh, because you have that you're using both sides of the brain at the same time.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I, I you know you don't sound convinced. No, no, I I, I know so. Um, okay. There is that more convinced. Uh, I often say that a creative world is a better world, and we need now more than ever more creativity in the world, and that. Creativity helps to solve problems and it helps to uh, bridge gaps. And, um, and, and the world really needs it right now. We have our, you know, our Amplified Voices campaign and it's uh, featuring, it, it was global call for art. It's, it's our first really themed call for art. And it is um, all around promoting and supporting uh, marginalized communities and uh, championing social justice and equality and inclusiveness and really we handed the keys over to our artists with a theme and they came back with just some amazing thought-provoking inspiring pieces and um, you know again creativity is is can do it better a, a expression a picture's worth a thousand words you know it, a picture can can drive change um and so you know we're 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 really excited where that goes and and that we turn inside is you know we kind of are convinced that there's no problem you can't solve it just sometimes takes a a little more creativity
0: right right i love the way you pronounce picture like pitcher (laughs) (laughs) matt tell me where are you going next and what are your goals where do what what are your immediate plans and where would you like to be in you know three or four years with collective arts
1: we have spent a lot of time with playing and creating our portfolio, and really now I, I think we we're really proud of what we've created. And again, from beer to our gin portfolio to uh, the, our cocktails and sparkling teas and and um, our, our coffee and and really you know we we sort of love all things brewed and distilled and and and. You know, with botanicals and 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 so sort of that creativity, and now it's really you know the route to market of bringing those properly to life uh, to all the markets that we're in, and and allowing those to to grow. So that's really a lot of our focus for this year is really bringing you know bringing that the the appropriately, and you know uh, getting Brooklyn up and running, and and really being able to create uh, south of the border as well.
0: Let me just ask you, um sort of in longer term, um, I don't know, do you have market share goals? Do you have revenue goals you're hoping to hit? Uh, new markets you're trying to conquer? what what are what are the big strategic goals out there for you?
1: Yes, we yeah, we have we have goals down on paper. and uh, and again, I, as i as I say, uh, you know we have a lofty vision that we strive towards, and we we, we kind of those those goals on paper. Uh, our, our, your, your, you know, your goalposts that you're working towards. And we know we zig and zag against those, but we keep, keep moving down the path. So yeah, yeah, we, we have all those, those goals, but for us, it's how do you, how do you bring the brand to life properly to support the long term. So we never want to do anything that forces us to abnormally inflate our, our, you know, our business because what goes up must come down. So we like a much more, you know, um, uh, um, uh, control build to what we do. That sounds very sustainable
0: of you. Um, this has been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed talking to you about, you know, mixing art and business and talking about the benefits that that brings. Uh, and, and, and I love the idea that you said that uh, you know creativity helps you bridge gaps and solve problems. So uh, congratulations for figuring that out and actually uh, executing on it, because I think that's got to be pretty tough. As we fade out here, do you have one piece of actionable advice, ac- actionable advice? that you could share with our listeners who are all entrepreneurs and trying to solve the same problems that you are?
1: Sure. Uh, Can I, can I give you four quick ones? Four quick ones. Go. All right. Love, love what you do because you're putting everything into it. Surround yourself with talented people that have the same passions as you, but have different skills. Uh, My learning is it's great if you all have the same passion, but if you all want to be holding on to the same oar, you don't row in a straight straight line. So make sure you you, you create that that um, support. Uh, again, focus on the light. You're going to zig and zag as you go. Um, but as long as you know, you believe in where your end goal is, you'll you'll get back on track and you can't do everything, every, everything today. Um, that's something I've had to learn that there is a break and you sometimes have to use it. And you need to plan, plot yourself further ahead. And, and uh, you know, if, uh, that, those are sort of the guiding principles that, that carry, carry us forward. So mixing art and management.
0: Um, it's a, it's, a, it's a, a tough thing to do, but it sounds like you've, you know, you're brewing up the right, the, the, the right recipe here. Matt Johnston, CEO and co-founder of Collective Arts Brewing, thank you so much for a great conversation today. Best of luck in, in the Big Apple and with, with, with all your goals for this year. And we'll look forward to talking to you again.
1: Sounds great. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Matt.
0: Thank you for joining us this week in the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly show dedicated to unlocking the potential of every entrepreneur. Stay tuned another minute to hear the latest startup community news and the upcoming events lineup, including our hashtag startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 noon Eastern time. I sometimes show up there too. Until next week, I'm your Startup Canada podcast host, Rick Spence.